What is up, everybody? Welcome to the first ever Dudes Who Bet Sports. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Hello again, friends. Welcome back to the Dudes You Bet Sports Show. Back for another uh, preview edition. I'm, I got, I'm stumbling already. Another preview edition uh, of the Dudes You Bet Sports Show. We've got six games we're going to talk about, both in college and the NFL, and then give, of course, our top fives. Are you ready, Papa Dude? I'm ready to go. And look, we both got hoodies on. Uh, fall is in the air. You know, it was cold this morning. Did you <laughs> did you go for your morning walk this morning? I did, and I uh, the, it's been pretty chilly the last two mornings. But by the time I got, I had some uh, sweats on. By the time I got home, I was kind of hot. This morning, I went with uh, shorts, and whoo, that first uh, ten minutes was brisk. I'll tell you for sure. Yeah, the dog wanted out at seven o'clock this morning, and I, I went out there. It was cold, it was like forty five, yeah. I think. So. Yeah, it, it was terrible. Uh, and listen, Magic, hey, you you made fun of L.A. Magic says it's 95 degrees here and it's 10 a.m. <laughs> hmm. I think I'll take this over yeah. the 95. I don't, I don't know about 95 degrees. Uh, this is a sports show, but I did want to mention this because it happened right at the end of Ricky's Rockets. Uh, sensational three-year-old uh, Philly, Santa Barbara, passes away, gone way too soon. I agree, it's awful. And like Jason almost says, terrible news. So a somber note uh, in horse racing today, Santa Barbara, of course, Aiden O'Brien's really, really good filly. It was going to come over here and probably win uh, our Breeders' Cup Philly Mare race. So hate to see it. Uh feel like I have to mention it because it yeah. literally happened right as the Rocket Hour yeah. ended. So well, wanted know, to mention I mean, that. Uh, condolences to everybody involved. It's terrible. But um, we'll I'm move a, on. And we'll I'm a huge uh, horse racing fan, and, and, and unfortunately, that's part of the game. And – it happens, and and it is it's awful. Whenever this kind of stuff, you know, even if it was a five thousand dollar claimer, it bothers me whenever I see one break down at the track, which doesn't happen that often. But it it it's a tragedy, and that's just part of part of of the sport. Yeah, that's well said. It happens. It's something we all kind of have to deal with within racing, and it's never any fun. Uh, and like I said, whether it's a claimer or whether it's a superstar horse, it, it's still the same, you know, it's, yeah. it's not any fun when that happens. So like I said, condolences, everybody involved with her. Um, yeah, never, mm -hmm. never want to see it, but let's move on. Let's, let's get to the games. Let's get to some happy times. Uh, we've, we've got six college, six NFL. Like I said, we're going to start with college football. And what do you know? We're going to start with our OU Sooners again, just because they pop up first on my ESPN uh, page because I have them liked as a fan. So we'll we'll start with Oklahoma. Uh, of course, they're 0-2 uh, against the spread and haven't even been close to covering. This week, West Virginia comes to town as they start Big 12 play. West Virginia is a 17-point underdog. Will the Sooners finally cover this week? You know, you know, I've talked about this a little bit, and and we've we've watched OU for so many years. We both think they're sitting on a big one, you know, like they're going to bust out of it. We both think that down deep. I can't trust the quarterback. I just can't, and I I just think there's problems there, and they're going to have to prove it to me. 
I don't. I, West Virginia's got an extremely good running back, but OU usually shuts down running backs, even when their defense isn't real good. It's a quarterback run that usually bothers them. I, I'm going to I'm going to take West Virginia uh, in the points, but I wouldn't bet a nickel on it. That's for sure. Yeah, this is one that uh, I don't trust either team, really. You know, West Virginia comes off a really nice win last week against Virginia Tech, 27 to 21. Uh, but they also lost to a Maryland team to, to open the year who I think's average, maybe, you know, maybe a little above, a little below, depending on the week. Um, yeah. I'm going to take West Virginia plus 17. I think that's too many points uh, to give Oklahoma right now. Just the way they're playing, the way they're moving the ball, um, it just seems likely this game will be a little closer than 17. Uh, Yeah, and to Michael's question, no, OU is not covered and they haven't been close. Uh, Mm -hmm. They were 31-point favorites against Tulane, and they won by five. And then last week they were 22-point favorites and won by seven. So not only have they not covered – they they haven't even been close. We were kind of talking off air, though. This is where they cover, right? Because it's like, logically, West Virginia should play them closer than this. And this will probably be the game they break out. Here's the other thing. They have put up huge points against West Virginia the last three times they played them. For you, does it really come down to, hey, if Spencer Rattler plays well, they'll probably cover this, this spread? Oh, I, I think that's definitely uh, right. You know, I was listening to uh, Lincoln Riley, and I, and I was at the game, of course, you were too, at uh, the Nebraska game. OU had nine offensive possessions in that game with Nebraska, and two of them were uh, just throwaway offensive. Uh, one of them was uh, right there at the last, mm-hmm. and they just ran the clock out. That was one of their possessions, and I forget when the other one was. Maybe it was at the end of the half. Maybe it was the other one. But anyway, two of them were throwaway possessions where they just had the ball and, and ran the clock down. That's only seven offensive possessions. And that could be one of the reasons they're not scoring as much. You know, you only got the ball seven times. Um, so I, that that could be one of the reasons they're not scoring as much. He did bring that up, and that's a very good point. So uh, other teams are controlling the clock a little bit, plus – Oklahoma's running the clock out too. Another sign of their offense is struggling. They don't have big plays this year, and that is the problem. I think I heard where Rattler's longest throw is 23 yards. Mm -hmm. I believe that's a statistic. Yep. Oklahoma usually had three or four of those in the first half. So they're struggling getting the ball down deep, and and that's why they're not scoring. Um, Totally different team at this point. So I just think the line's a little too high. Yeah, no big play capabilities, and one of those big plays came on a, on a trick play uh, yes. where they pitch it pitch it to the back. He threw it back to Rattler, and then they threw it down the field. So, right. yeah, just their natural offense, they're not hitting the deep ball. He missed a couple wide open deep balls uh, last week, so he has to be better. If he plays better, they will cover this yes. because I'm with you. I think they hold – West Virginia down in the 20s somewhere. It'll just be how much Oklahoma scores. I'm looking at like a 31 to 20 type of game, uh, which would mean West Virginia covers. So hence why I picked uh, West Virginia plus uh, the 17. Let's get to a game now, Papa dude, that seems like it should be a lot more competitive. Uh, I know you are shocked by this line. Uh, Notre Dame versus Wisconsin. This game's in Chicago. So uh, neutral field there at Soldier, Soldier Field. 
probably more Notre Dame fans than Wisconsin fans, though, a little bit closer to the campus. But Wisconsin, a six and a half point favorite over the Irish. Uh, break down this one for us. Well, maybe some of our viewers can help me out on this because when this line came out and whenever I'm doing best bets, whatever, I just look for something when the lines first come out that jumps out at me. This one jumped off the off the internet at me and hit me right in the face. <laughs> I know Notre Dame has not been very impressive, but it's freaking Notre Dame. And what has Wisconsin done? Nothing. Uh, they scored 10 points against Penn State. Now, I know Penn State's good, and they've proven that, and, and and that's not a bad loss. And then they came back against Eastern Michigan, and they put up 34. I don't see that that's real imp- – I don't see that they're six-and-a-half-point favorites over Notre Dame. I could see maybe one, maybe two, but six-and-a-half, no. I don't see it. Um, there are some interesting statistics here that uh, I'm becoming a statistic geek when I never was before, but uh, Wisconsin always runs the ball well, and they've got a really good running back, and he's he's got good, good statistics after the two games, and Notre Dame's weak against the run, so that's the key matchup in the game right there. Can Notre Dame limit the Wisconsin uh, running game? Notre Dame's quarterback, this is an interesting – he's a transfer from Wisconsin. So that's an interesting thing to look at in this too. I – when Notre Dame's an underdog, I like that. I like it a lot. I think they're going to use that as motivation. I'm hitting Notre Dame all day long in this one. Yeah, I know you're really confident uh, about Notre Dame here. I'm not quite as confident, but I am going to take the Irish plus the six and a half. Here's the thing, and I'll ask you – and then, then I'll give you kind of my opinion, or maybe you're going to hit exactly what, what I'm going to say here. You watched all of Auburn-Penn State, correct? You were able to watch all I that game? Have it, yes. Okay. Okay, Penn State was good. No question about it, right? Yes. But definitely. did you think their defense was just completely dominant in that game? Oh, no. Auburn Auburn drove that ball all, all over the field on them. Yeah, they, 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 they did extremely well. Yes. So, I didn't think they were that good. No, that's okay. Do you think Auburn has an elite offense, really? No, I think they're uh, better than probably some people think. But no, no, their quarterback is questionable anytime he takes the field. So, Wisconsin scored ten points at home. Right. You know, playing on their home field, opening game, everybody's hyped. They scored ten points on a Penn State defense that's good. I don't. I wouldn't call it great. Right. I. I'm with you. I think if Wisconsin wins, it'll be really like a low-scoring close win, in which case Notre Dame covers. But I kind of think Notre Dame will win this thing outright. Um, But, yeah, I I think it's going to be something like, you know, Wisconsin, you know, 20 to 17, or it's going to be Notre Dame like 24 to 20. Well, I'm missing something here, and I'll be the first to admit on Monday if I blow this that, you know, I was wrong. I would have thought the line would have been six and a half Notre Dame before I would Wisconsin. I would have. I, when I saw that, I couldn't believe it. I honestly could not believe it. I know they weren't. People are blowing too much out of this Florida State game. I watched that game. Florida State just got on a wave of emotion. Notre Dame let up. Their defensive uh, uh, strategy in that last quarter, they were in a prevent. I mean, I, 
they blew that game. They should have won that game by 20 points. I'm throwing that out. I don't know how many times I've seen them play awful in South Bend against inferior opponents, yeah. Toledo. Okay. And, and, and I know Toledo came back and got beat last week to a horrible team. You don't think Toledo wasn't flat after almost pulling off that biggest win maybe in their history at yeah. South Bend. I'm throwing those two games out. They came back and beat a good Purdue team last week, a pretty good Purdue team. Not not awful, you know, a decent game or team. I, I just am all over this one. I will I, – if Wisconsin wins, I'm going to be very surprised. Yeah, so some commenters here. Kevin O says under the 46-and-a-half for the Notre Dame-Wisconsin game. I think we both agree with that. Uh, Dennis says no bet here. Wisconsin doesn't score. Notre Dame hasn't looked that good. He thinks the line should be more like four than six-and-a-half. And And, uh, Jason Hummel taking Notre Dame and also the under. So the under seems to be a play. And uh, Magic says uh, Irish are going to ball out for Gianna Myers. It's a fact. I don't – do you know what that means? I don't know what that means. I have no idea who that is. Okay, I don't I either. You, I thought you would know. <laughs> no, no idea. Maybe the was magic. <laughs> Sometimes magic will say things and it, boom, right over my head. Yeah, um, I don't get that one. Yeah. Listen, I, I think this is the most, well, I guess college game day is here. So I think this definitely is an intriguing game. Uh, oh, Michael's new baby girl. Michael Myers' baby girl. I oh. should have known that. Yeah. Yeah. Michael Myers, a Notre Dame fan. And just, yeah, congratulations okay. to, to Michael Myers. Uh, yeah. On, on the birth of, uh, there you go. I know you sent me, if I, you sent me one, Michael, and I, I, I totally forgot the name. I'm sorry. All right. Let's, <laughs> now I feel like an asshole. Thanks, Magic. All right. Now, let's go on. Uh, oh, you can always, always count on Magic to make me look like an yeah, asshole. Yeah. Okay. Let's, let's move on uh, to another very, um, very interesting game uh texas a&m and arkansas this game always played at well always the last few years at least played at arlington texas uh where the cowboys play their at&t stadium this is interesting they're both three and oh uh texas a&m number seven in the country they haven't looked very good but they are they are three and oh arkansas their best start in years they're three and oh they've looked good they have a marquee win against texas a&m a four and a half point favorite this game's always close. Where are you leaning in this one? Well, I wish I had some guts, but I, I, I don't. Uh, all signs point to the Hogs. No question about it. A&M, okay, let's see who they played. They played Kent State. That's a powerhouse. And they had to really struggle to score 41 points. They scored 21 in the fourth quarter, I think. Yep. You went to Colorado. That is a tremendous football team. They scored 10 on Colorado. Minnesota went out and scored 30 last week at Colorado. Uh, now, there's a little bit of an excuse here. A&M's on their second uh, quarterback. Then last week, they played a dominating uh, New Mexico team. And what they scored? 34, I think? Yeah, 34 to nothing last week. Aggies, that's extremely impressive. <laughs> All right. So you're, you hit the nail on the head. There's only been one uh, opponent that's of any – consequences we don't know how good texas is but arkansas beat the crap out of them it wasn't even close they got the better resume no doubt about it oh i'm gonna make my family mad here uh, just not fully sold on them yet i, I want to be i really do and i think they're gonna win i think they're gonna win out outright 
So I'm going to take Arkansas. I almost made it one of my best bets. That's where I said I just don't have enough guts to do it. I think they're going to win, though. So I'm taking the Hogs. And here's the deal. They're 3-0. and Talk about Arkansas. They're 3-0 and against the spread, right? The yeah. last few weeks, it hadn't even been close. The first week, they had to score uh, late to get right. it covered, but they did. It, it, it's hard to win four in a row against the spread, and, and that's where I'm at with Arkansas. But you know what? Arkansas has taken teams down there that are terrible yep. against good AM teams and almost beat them. Yep. Now they take a team down there that can compete. You look on paper, it's like they can beat them, right? You look at AM, it's like they don't have any offense. I'm with you. I'm taking Arkansas plus the four and a half. I'm a little worried that their luck just might run out with the spread. Uh, law of averages maybe sets in. I'm taking the Razorbacks plus the four and a half. I. I don't think they're going to win the game. I do think they can keep it close. And I think it might come down to a field goal one way or the other. I'll take Arkansas plus four and a half. I, I, I liked it better when it was six. I think it opened. Oh, it definitely. That was better. Um, but I still think, listen, the history of this game, it's always really, really competitive. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm going to take the Razorbacks plus four and a half here. Right. And, um, and you know, Aaron, that line keeps going down, which tells people, us. People are betting on the hogs. And uh, I, I just I, – I didn't like A&M in the beginning of the season. Uh, I, I just don't. I, I'm different than a lot of people. I'm not a Jimbo Fisher fan. I He's okay. I think people think he's a good football coach because his name's Jimbo, <laughs> and that's ridiculous. Uh, so, anyway, I'm not saying he's bad. I just didn't – I watched all of Texas A&M against Colorado, and they had no offense whatsoever. Now, their defense is good. Arkansas quarterback is impressing me more and more as I see some of the video of him. And the other other night, he threw the ball pretty good against Georgia Southern. I know they're awful, but anyway, I don't know whether A&M can control him. I really don't. You got to remember with KJ Jefferson, quarterback of Arkansas, he only played a couple games last year, um, so he's he's fairly new coming in, right? I mean, he only had a couple games under his belt it makes sense that he would get better as they go along the season. Now yeah. we're, we're still only in game four. Right. I'm sure there's more improvement for him to make, but he should take steps if he's going to be the guy long-term there. Um, so yeah. I mean, I think, I think it just logically Arkansas should be able to cover this. Uh, Kevin O says my Gophers held Colorado to 63 total yards and M's Colorado win, obviously not impressive. He'll take the razor back and the points. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, and that, we followed that Minnesota-Colorado game on the phone. I think they played at the same time as we did last week. And it was like, that was never a game. That was just yeah. a blowout from the from the beginning. So, um, one more all right, thing. Both, go ahead. One more thing I want to point out. Yeah. Look where they're ranked. They're ranked 16th. Okay, what were they, like 90th when the season started? I mean, they're Probably. The, this is what is so stupid to me. The reason they're 16th is they beat Texas. Had yeah. they beat Kansas State, Oklahoma State. Yeah. It would not be 16. That's no. the weight that Texas pulls, you know, in this thing. It's just, well, I just baffles me. To your point, Texas still pulls all that weight and they haven't been good in a decade. No, that's the point. Yeah. I mean, good to the level to where they should pull weight to, well, you right. beat Texas. So now you're ranked right. automatically. That's right. And they may, I'm not saying they don't deserve to be 16th. I just think it's odd that they're, that they're where they're at. That's I'm saying it. based on what Arkansas has been the last few years, they don't deserve to be 16th just yet. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but 
maybe ranks, but yeah. But listen, you win this one, they may be in the top ten. So that's true. Um, that, yeah, and they, and they deserve it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, there's that aspect of it. Well, that would mean two ranked, two ranked beat yeah, in four right. games. So and A and M's what? What are they? Seven. They're yeah. seven. Yeah. yeah. So I, it's the biggest game Arkansas has had in many, many years, and, and that kind of plays into it too. Are they ready? Yeah. You know. So that'll that'll be definitely be part of it uh, as well. Are they ready for this big stage? Because they're used to going down there and having no chance and being a big underdog. And we know in a rivalry game, that's dangerous when, when you're facing a team that's a huge underdog that's right. uh, with nothing to lose, uh, where now they've got everything to gain. All right, let's move on, though. we got to go to the ACC now. Clemson, we talked about them where they've really, really struggled offensively. They only beat Georgia Tech 14-8. to They go to North Carolina State this week, uh, and they're 10-point favorites. So Clemson, a 10-point favorite on the road at North Carolina State. You know, North Carolina State, they're 2-1. and one. Their loss came to Mississippi State on the road. They didn't play terrible, but that's not a great loss either. Um, I thought this was one of the hardest ones on the docket. Where, where are you going here? You know, it's hard It's hard to pick Clemson in that line when they have scored any points. You know, they've scored 17 points against, against power schools. 17. One's Georgia, so we kind of kind of throw that out. But Georgia Tech, and you only score 14. Uh, in, in the preseason when I was writing all these previews, I thought this was a game that Clemson could lose. The only one I saw on their ACC schedule that I thought they, they, they would struggle at. You got to think they're going to be ready. You got to think that they're going to they're going to be ready for this game. And I think they cover because I think their defense will stop North Carolina state enough to cover, but okay, let's say, you know, you got to cover 10 points. Well, you got to probably score 21 at least. Yeah. Can they do that? You know? So, you know, if you got some money you want to throw on something, I think you take North Carolina state in this, but I'm going to go ahead and take the Tigers simply because I know they got great talent. And I think they're going to bust out of it here sooner or later. I think this might be a game they get, they get ready for. So we're going to know a lot about them though. I uh, think we learn everything about them here yeah. and here's why. Okay. North Carolina state. Okay. Let's analyze what they've done defensively. They shut out South Florida to start the season. South Florida hasn't been very good though. No. Um, they went to Mississippi state, like I said, and they gave up 24 points. Yeah, that's not horrible on the road against a Mike Leach coached Mississippi State team who's scoring points on everybody so far. That's not too bad. And then seven last week to Furman. The point of this is their defense should be good enough to slow down Clemson if Clemson is what we think they are and just not very good. Right. So I really like what Dennis, I really like what Dennis says here. He's absolutely right. Yeah. He, uh, Dennis says Clemson might win this game by 24 because they're pissed off, or they might win by three because they aren't any good. I don't know. Yep, that's right. Here's what I'm going with, and I think Oklahoma kind of has, and I'm pointing in my head for people <laughs> who are listening to the podcast, they've got a mental edge over the rest of their conference. I think Clemson's got a mental edge over the rest of their conference. I'm going to go Clemson minus the 10. I realize logically it doesn't make any sense. I think mentally Clemson – has a mental thing over North Carolina State. I don't think North Carolina State believes they no. can beat Clemson. That's where I'm going to. That's exactly kind of my thoughts, too. Yeah, and there's 
Here's another one here. Wouldn't uh, Jason says he agrees with Dennis. Wouldn't shock me if Clemson puts up 50 or 21 and squeaks one out. Yeah. That's kind of where it is. I think you said it very well. We're going to learn about Clemson yeah. because there's really no excuses. You know, last week there was a lightning delay and maybe they just came out and they weren't really ready. Hey, you're on the road. It's a big opponent for you and your conference. It's a pretty good team, but a team that shouldn't beat you. Let's see what you are, Clemson. Yep. And I think that's going to make it very interesting. Let's move on to this one. I thought this was an interesting game to put on there. Nebraska goes on the road uh, to East Lansing to take on Michigan State. Michigan State, one of the more impressive early teams uh, this year. They're 3-0 and with two road wins, uh, both blowout road wins at Northwestern and then uh, Miami last week. Nebraska, terrible in the first game, pretty good pretty good the next two games against nobody but one and you could say they played pretty good against Oklahoma only losing by seven on the road last week do you buy the Nebraska can kind of turn the corner and give Michigan State a run for their money this week well I'm going to go one step farther and I'm going to say Nebraska played great last week I thought they played extremely well they got some really dumb penalties that hurt them or they might have won Mm-hmm. Uh, that game, I was very impressed with their offense. Their defense up front is good. But I have been impressed with Michigan State, too. Here's the deal. The line I took on this is Nebraska played their guts out last week at OU. They got to turn around and make another road trip this week and go to Michigan State. And I don't think I, – I, I don't – if this game was in Lincoln, man, I'd be leaning a little bit more towards the Huskers. But I don't think they can do this two weeks in a row. I think there's just a tendency not to play quite as well as you did the week before when you're not real good. You know, they're, they're just not there. Martinez was great against OU. There's times he's terrible. Yep. So I think uh, Nebraska took that underdog role and, and really went with it at Oklahoma. I don't think they're going to – it's not going to play as much into it at, at Michigan State. And, uh, again, if Michigan State wins this one, then we can start patting them on the back, too. So I'm going to go with Michigan State to cover. Dennis says that he had this one as his sixth of top five plays, Michigan State minus five. Dennis, I have it in the top five, a spoiler alert, which that may not be good for anybody betting uh, Michigan State because my top five was awful last week. But I do have this one. I'll take Michigan State. A couple things. Um, I do – like subscribe to your theory of boy. I don't know if Nebraska can play that well two weeks in a row. I also have the theory of Oklahoma makes teams look better than what they are. And <laughs> it makes specifically makes quarterbacks look better than what they are. Yeah. I think Michigan state dominates this game. I really don't think it'll be close. I don't think Nebraska's there yet. And I think Michigan state is a really good story right yeah. now. And, and they are, they can compete. Um, you know, I, I, I'm going to go Michigan State. I think they win this one big. Um, and, and, yeah, to Kevin's point here, this is a puzzling line. Michigan State has blown out everybody in Nebraska. Okay, forget about OU. They played great. They lost to Illinois. Yeah. Illinois hasn't won a game other than that Nebraska game. Well, Kevin's it, saying he's betting the Spartans big. I'm with oh, you, Kevin. It's, it's, uh, it's still Nebraska. They still have a name. And I think that's why the line what it is. I really do. Well, I got to be honest. Sunday, we were texting back and forth. He said, hey, the lines are out. I said, what's Michigan State? And he said, five. And I fell off the couch. I was like, yeah, oh, you my. did. 
God. I can't even believe that. You did. Yeah. Uh, Mark says, hopefully Michigan State doesn't let the ranking get to their head. That can happen. There's no question about that. That It's college, and that, that does happen. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Finally, Magic says, when, when's Nebraska debuting those new jerseys, the red overall ones? Maybe that's what it's going to take at Nebraska. I think they have the to do that at home. <laughs> right. Yes. Come on, Rook. And by the way, Magic, and by the way, I saw several Nebraska fans with those with those same overalls on down at uh, Norman uh, Saturday. You talk want, about now listen, Don't even get me started on that. So we, we sometimes we make fun of Nebraska fans. They are different people. I want to give them a lot of credit. They oh. haven't been good in a hundred years. They were everywhere they were. down there in Norman last weekend, and they were loud. And yep. they thought they were going to win. And they did. I'll give Nebraska fans oh, a lot of credit. Yeah, they were incredible. Yeah, because I sure as hell wouldn't show up in Lincoln, Nebraska, if OU had been as bad oh, as they no, did. No. So, no. All right, let's round out our college football six here with uh, a game. I don't know how much this plays locally, or uh, excuse me, nationally, but for us here in this part of the country, I, I find this to be a very fascinating game. Kansas State won three in a row, three. Well, two pretty good wins and then a, a FCS win. But they climb into 25. They're number 25 in the country. Kansas State, they go to Stillwater to take on another undefeated team, uh, Oklahoma State, who's also 3-0. They've won three games, and they've looked shitty in all three, but they've won all three. So this, to me, is a crazy toss-up type game. Oklahoma State is a six-point favorite here. Last college game that we're going to talk about, where are you going? Toughy, real toughy here. Both teams identical. Uh, Oklahoma State is totally different from what they've been. If any of you follow them, and if you're not in the Big 12, you probably don't. But they they they're used to throwing the ball all over the field and great receivers and scoring tons of points. They don't. They're not doing that. They're not throwing the ball much at all. Um, they're running it some. Their offensive stats are way down compared to what they've been. K-State is an option-oriented team, throwback type of team. Their coach came from uh, North Dakota State, and uh, that's a powerhouse at the next level down, and they run the ball. They run the option, and, and that's what this K-State team does. They're not going to overwhelm you with their offensive stats either. So neither one of them have impressive offensive statistics. Both quarterbacks are going to run the ball. And it's going to come down to a slugfest. K-State's played much better schedule. They've got two decent wins. I mean, they thump Stanford. And Stanford's come back to win the next two. They beat a really good Nevada team convincingly uh, last weekend. A six-point line is too much for me. I Oklahoma State, I think, is going to win simply because it's in Stillwater. I don't think they're going to cover. I'm going K-State in this one. I think K State is going to win this thing outright. Well, they might. I, I, I've watched uh, all of two of Oklahoma State's game. Uh, the game against Tulsa, they sh really should have lost that game, or I, I shouldn't say should. They could have lost that game very easily. The game last week at Boise, I'll say they should have lost. A bad call for Boise cost them the game. Uh, Oklahoma State been very underwhelming. K State, I'll be completely honest, the, at the times they've played have been exactly when we are playing. So I have not seen one second of K-State, but I've looked at all the box scores. I've seen the drive charts. 
they seem to be dominant against Stanford and they seem to be dominant against Nevada. Uh, that's two wins that are better than anything Oklahoma State has done, in my opinion. Uh, I don't think Boise's real good this year. So I, I kind of downgrade that Boise State win for Oklahoma State last week. I'm taking uh, I'm taking the Wildcats and I, I'm taking them outright. I, I really believe K-State's ready uh, to, to break out and win this game. Uh, Mark also agrees with K-State. Uh, backup quarterback still for Kansas State. I think that's still up in the air. Why that doesn't bother me is they're used to playing with the backup. Skylar yep. Thompson, the starting quarter, he's hurt all the time. So he'll be ready next week, though, against Oklahoma. But yes, he makes Oklahoma. Skylar Thompson look like Tom Brady when we play. So he does. There's no doubt he'll be ready for OU. I, yeah. I don't know. I, they haven't ruled that out one way or the other yet, as far as I know. So yeah. I, I think that is a little bit of a factor because I think he's a little bit better than the other guy. But I, I don't think that's a huge factor in this game. It doesn't change the play calling. It doesn't change the style that they're going to play. They're going to yeah. grind it out, run the ball. The quarterback's going to run some, you know, try to play ball control uh, no matter who plays. But, yeah, Skyler probably a little bit better. Um, all right, before we go to the – Dennis uh, has yeah. got one up here. Dennis, yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah. went to it. Before we go to the NFL, two games to highlight, and I agree, Dennis, these are good games. Um, I'll go real quickly to the first one, LSU and Mississippi State. Mississippi State is a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home here against LSU. Uh, Dennis likes uh, uh, Mississippi State. Who do you like in this one? Well, we talked about that just a minute ago. This is a really, really good game to analyze. Uh, Mississippi State got screwed royally last week. I still can't believe this isn't getting more recognition than it is. Still pisses me off. I, I am just so pissed off about, about that play last week. <laughs> like, I am. And, and anyway, I mean, because anyway, I, let's get off of it. Uh, two and a half. I think, I think LSU squeaks by in this one. Uh, wouldn't surprise me though. Mississippi State wins. LSU hadn't shown anything. That's for sure. Again, it's going to come down to, does Mississippi State think they can beat LSU? I think the answer is yes. They beat them last year. Yeah, that's right. They did at LSU. I forgot yeah. about that. I just, I just don't know how good Mississippi State is either. That's the thing. So I'm not touching this be one. Three. Yeah, I'm not. Sorry, I cut you off there, but I'm not touching this one. This no, one. I wouldn't either. I got to tell you, I don't have any idea what LSU is. That loss to UCLA looks a lot worse now. Yeah, it does. And Mississippi. And State, I don't know enough about Western Kentucky, uh, Dennis. I don't. You you know a lot more about them than I do. Yeah, Dennis's other game that he wanted to talk about. Uh, I'll pull it up real quick here. Western Kentucky and Indiana. Uh, let's me get to that one. Here we go. Indiana uh, goes to Western Kentucky. Ooh. Western Kentucky plus nine. Uh, so Indiana nine point favorite. I'll take what I'm with Dennis. I'll take Western yeah. Kentucky. I don't think Indiana. I don't like they're very good. And but, I think Indiana may be a little flat going they, into that game. They probably will be. Good, that's yeah. a good bet. Yeah, they probably will be. So, yeah, that may be one to look look at there. All right, let's move on, though, to the NFL uh, now. We'll switch gears. We'll go to the game on Thursday night tonight if you're listening to us live. Uh, Carolina, a team that is 2-0. They're on, they're on a roll uh, to start the season. They looked really good last week against uh, the, the Saints. But they go to Houston, and the Houston Texans, a team we thought was going to be really bad. Hey, 
they're one and one and they played, you know, competitively on the road last week against uh, Cleveland, even though the quarterback Tyrod Taylor gets hurt. He's out again this, this week, Carolina, an eight point favorite on the road at Houston. Uh, where are we going here? Well, I'm going to a volleyball game again tonight. Cause I care nothing about <laughs> anyway. Uh, okay. We, I, we, we kind of talked about this one too. I, I, I think the line's a little too high uh, for Carolina. I think they're going to win. I, I like Carolina, and I, I think they're an up-and-comer for sure, and I think they they win the game. I think eight is just a little bit too much. It just makes me a little uncomfortable on the road. We don't really know what Houston – I get Taylor's out, right? He's definitely out. Yeah, Tyrod's not playing. Yeah, he's not playing. So yeah. that, that makes that line a little bit better. Uh, I'm just going to stay away from it, I think. Uh, I hope Carolina wins. I think they're a good story. I'm not a Sam Darnold fan there, uh, Mark. I think he has looked good, though. So um, I think they're going to win. I just, I'm just i scared of the eight. I'm with you. I think I think Carolina will win this game. I think Houston covers. Uh, you know, I watched them – uh, almost the whole game. Well, pretty much the whole game last week against uh, Cleveland. They went up there and they played hard. Um, you know, they 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 got got a turnover. Um, and when when Tyrod was in the game, that was nip and tuck the whole time. Davis Mills didn't play horrible. He's not great. I think he's good enough to keep it close. I think it's like a 24-17, 31-24 type game. I'm going to go Houston plus the eight. This is one I don't have any confidence on one way or the other, though. No. So that's just that it's I think it's an interesting game. I think it's two teams that are a little better than what we thought they would be. Um, but I, I think it's going to be close. So I'm going to take Houston plus the eight. Jason says you need to start writing a volleyball article. What do you think? Well, I tell you, Jason, I uh, I was really confused at the game I went to Monday night. By the way, this is probably my last volleyball game of the season, but. <laughs> The scoreboard wasn't working either at this game. And uh, so I'm sitting up here, Sandy, my wife and I, we're sitting up here, we're keeping score, you know, and we're kind of not paying a whole lot of attention. So I didn't even know what the score was half the time in that game uh, Monday night. Hopefully the scoreboard will work tonight. But I'm, I'm learning a few rules, and there's still some stuff that happens. I have no idea what's going on, but it's still, you got to get it over the net. You know, that's the one thing. So, so are you, no, I can't write a volleyball article now. Well, let's give everybody a bet. Uh, Cassville travels to Mount Vernon tonight to play volleyball. Uh, I think Cassville <laughs> Wildcats are significant underdogs in the game. Are you going upset with Cassville? Are you taking the Mountaineers of Mount Vernon? Well, it's at home. So I think in volleyball, the home court makes a tremendous amount of, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So just on, uh, Past history, I, I think I better better go with the Mountaineers, even though my niece plays for <laughs> the other team. <laughs> I think the Mountaineers on past history will win this one. Yeah, I'm going to go Mountaineers big tonight over the Wildcats. <laughs> so, and, and by the way, folks, we're not making this up. That is the name of the teams of the town. So, all right, yeah. let's move on to, a, to not quite as big a game as a Mountain Vernon Cassville, <laughs> but a pretty big game still. How about this? The game of the week in the NFL, 2-0 Tampa Bay goes to 2-0 uh, Los Angeles Rams, not the Chargers. Uh, Tampa Bay, obviously defending champs. Uh, they're a one-and-a-half point favorite here on the road against a revamped and really good-looking Rams team. 
I can't wait for this one. Where are we going? This is a really good one. I can't believe it's not on uh, Sunday night. Uh, there has to be a reason why that why it's not. But uh, this is this is really a great, you know, uh, early season matchup. And uh, the winner of this one is, you know, we'll dub them way too soon, but they'll be the Super Bowl uh, favorites from the NFC. Yep. Whoever wins this game will, after uh, a total of three games with 14 more to go. Yeah, this is a good one. Um, this can go either way. The line obviously is is, t- is telling us that. Um, when I was kind of writing the article, I mean, it's they're just – they're, they're pretty similar. Um, here's what it came down to to me, and this is stupid, but I'm a huge Tom Brady fan, so I'm taking the Buccaneers so I don't have to root against Tom. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of tells you his his thought process on how, how strongly he feels about it. It's like, yeah, I'll, just, I'll take the team I want to root for, which – Well, it's a toss-up game. You know, I, If yeah. it wasn't a toss-up game, it would be different, but – I think it's a toss-up game. I really do. No doubt. I'm going to take the Rams outright here. Um, you like the Rams. You like the Rams. I do like the Rams. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> you know, they left St. Louis, and we live in Missouri, and they left St. Louis, and I'm supposed to hate them, and I don't. I like them. I still like them, even I when do. they went to Los Angeles. I, I've liked them since I was a kid. I, I was a Bighorn Sheep fan, and they had that Ram, <laughs> and I always – I was a huge fan, so – well, I hated them when they were in LA. So, yeah, I I'm taking them. Uh, I have I, like I have a lot that. of confidence in, in McVeigh. Uh, yeah, he's... it's a great game. I like what Mark said here, and I wrote this. In, I mentioned this in the article I wrote on the website. Uh, this is a huge game for Stafford because you know what's going to happen. He's going to be compelled. Oh, he's up against Tom Brady. Oh my God, can he lead the Rams to a big win? You know all that bullshit that they have to go through. Yeah. When last time I checked, uh, there are other players on the field besides Tom Brady and Matt Matt Stafford. I get so tired of that. And you know, if they lose, you know, there's some other guys that are going to be involved in the loss too. But that's what it's going to be. Yeah. And if he can win this game, uh, this is huge for for Matthew Stafford's uh, confidence. You know, because he's got to have probably a little bit of doubt in his mind coming from Detroit and not having much uh, success in the win-loss column, beating Tom Brady in an early game like this and beating the defending Super Bowl champions, that's going to be huge for him. And that may leapfrog the Rams up to the top. You know, that really helped them. Uh, Here's my thing. I I think you mentioned those other players on the field. I think the Rams' pass rush is going to lead them to a win here. that to me, that's how you've got to stop Tom Brady. He's not mobile. If you can get to him, you get him uncomfortable, then he can get a little bit inaccurate. But you have to get to him. I think Aaron Donald and that crew there at Los Angeles will get enough pass rush to win the game. I think it's gonna be a good one, though. I can't. Oh, wait. it's gonna be a great one. Yeah. Um, here's a question, and Jason, I'll answer this one real quick before we move on. On a serious note, do you guys have access to in-game betting? And if so, do you utilize it? Yes and yes. Uh, Bovada, and I think about any book you use now, whether it's offshore or here in the United States where it's legal, yeah, you're going to have in-game betting. You're going to have access to it. I love watching the first drive or two of a game and then and then jumping into betting because you kind of get an idea. Now, now you could screw yourself. Say you really like 
Los Angeles here and they jump out ahead 14 to nothing, well, all of a sudden you can't bet them because their odds are, are terrible or the spread's too much. So you can screw yourself at times, but especially in a game, uh, let's say the game tonight, where you don't, you're not really strong one way or another, then you can you can watch a couple of possessions and then make a play. So yeah, in-game betting, definitely something, uh, definitely something that I think you should take advantage of. And then uh, Aaron Mattingly uh, comes in. Who's this? Never heard of that guy. He comes in and says, no Antonio Brown for the Bucks," And that's that's obviously mm. a big factor. Uh, Aaron, how you doing, man? <laughs> yeah, he's tuning in from uh, Denver, Colorado, I bet. Yeah. He's on the road or something. So yeah, good, to, right, good, we'll good, good to hear from you. Yeah, I know. He, he, he chimed in for the first time. So that's that's good. It's good to see he's alive. All right, let's go. On to the Chargers and the Chiefs. So the Chiefs, uh, six and a half point favorites at home against the Chargers. Uh, both teams trying to back uh, bounce back from close losses. Where are we leaning here with this one? Well, <laughs> the Chiefs uh, let me down last week. They were one of my best bets. I got all the rest of them, and they let me down. Well, you know, living here in Chiefs country, this has been analyzed. You know, the Chiefs have been analyzed, not particularly this game, but the Chiefs have been analyzed all week around here. And uh, it's really, I think you put it best. I can't remember how you phrased it on some game. It was it was one team's weakness against the other team's weakness or something like that. You were analyzing the game early in the season, and that's kind of what this comes down to. Uh, the Chiefs' weakness is run defense and run offense. So I was looking up things to see if San Diego – San Diego or San Diego. I'm, I'm going to say that through this. I can't get used to him being the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. If they could run the ball, and the answer is no. Their rush game has been terrible in their first two games. And the Kansas City rush defense has been terrible. So you got a weak rush offense against a weak rush defense. Who wins that battle? And and then, you know, that that's really the key to the game. And then I was looking – uh, same way with the Chiefs. Their rush uh, offense is bad, and the Chargers' rush defense is bad. So there's another one. So I think the Chiefs have the capability to run the ball better than the Chargers do. And I, it came down to me, who is the better team? And there's no question in my mind the Chiefs are better. I, I, I just think they're better across the board. I think they're sitting on a big one. I think they're sitting up there hearing about how shitty they are in Kansas City. I, I they may burn me again, and if they do, that's probably it for me picking them. I think they're going to beat the Chargers pretty bad this weekend, so I'm all over this one. I'm going the Chiefs to cover. I think you're right. I think they I think they bounce back with a big game. I think I'm with you. You just look at it and it's go okay. The Chargers they won by four in Washington against a Washington team that's okay. You know. Then they lost to the Cowboys, you know, at home in a game where it's like, God, they had so many chances to win. This is by far the best team they've played so far, by far the best offense they've played so far. Chiefs are pissed off. I think the Chiefs win this one pretty easily. I, I'm going to go Chiefs. I think they covered this one. But I thought they'd cover last week, and they didn't. Yeah. And I thought they'd cover in week one, and they didn't. And as Jason says, they're awful against the spread, and they have been. <laughs> All of last year they sucked against the spread, and they suck so far this year against the spread. So I'll just pick them one more time and be stupid, I guess. But it just my, everything points to them winning this game easily. Yeah, my logic exactly. 
I thought they were a cinch last week. I didn't lock them, but I thought they were a cinch. And uh, I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win easy this week. Yeah. Uh, Magic says, don't worry about it, Papa Dude. Everybody in LA still calls them San Diego <laughs> as well. <laughs> you can tell. Uh, Nobody at the games. Uh, Mahomes coming off a loss. They will be fired up. I, I totally agree with that. Uh, I don't think this is true. I don't think the Chiefs were quite as bad as two and 14 against the spread last year, Dennis, but they were bad. They were really bad. I don't know the, the, the correct number there off the top of my head, but the, it was bad. Uh, anyway, I think they I think they get it done here. All right, let's move on to another big game. Uh, the New Orleans Saints are coming off a bad loss. They take on the New England Patriots. They'll go to New England for this game, coming off a big win for New England. Uh, New England, a three-point favorite here. Do the Saints bounce back, or does Belichick go to two and one? Well, first of all, who are the Saints? We don't know. Yep. They do have a legitimate excuse. Um, eight coaches were out last week so instead of having 50 coaches over on the sideline they had 42 <laughs> i guess those were the eight that they really needed the most because they were god awful in that uh that game so we really don't know who they who they are and and correct me if i'm wrong have they ever gotten back to new orleans are they still training somewhere else because i i it seemed to me where, like I heard where they were coming back next week or something. Maybe they're back practicing in New Orleans. I, thought, I think they got back this week, okay. but I'm not 100 percent sure on that. Well, that would be a distraction too if they still out on the, you know, they were waving home. Yeah. But I, I think they're back to practicing. Anyway, it doesn't make any difference. Uh, the Patriots are going to beat them. Uh, I, I think this is a game. Bill Belichick's going, you know, he's going to win these games at home. I love the line. Yeah, if it was a little bit higher, I wouldn't hesitate. I mean, I'd hesitate a little bit, but uh, I think New England covers uh, and defeats the Saints. I agree. Uh, and two guys at the same time mentioned this. Winston and Mark said Winston went back to the old Winston Jekyll and Hyde, and Jason Hobble says which Jameis is going to show up uh, head scratcher game of the week. Uh, Dennis is seeing the Saints at plus money at two and a half, which that's not a great sign either. I agree with that. Uh, Mark says, hey, Mac Jones, he looks like he's never missed a beat from cool hand uh, Luke there at Alabama, calm and accurate. I'm going to take Mac Jones over over Winston. I, I think consistency so far for Mac has been good. I think they've got even the right scheme. And I also think uh, the New England defense has been really, really good the first two weeks of the season. I think they can force some turnovers. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it gets close to hitting that three. But I think in the end, New England gets the job done and covers here. So I'm, I'm going to go with the Patriots as well. You were really high on the Patriots kind of going into the year, and I think they've done nothing to disappoint what your thoughts were. They've, they've been very, very good. So I'll give them a lot of credit to start the season. All right, we've got another one here as I scroll down, and I will put this one up on the board now. Green Bay, uh, who bounces back, beats the Lions after being embarrassed week one. Now they got a tough assignment. They're going to go to San Francisco to take on the 49ers, who are 2-0. and um, The Niners, you know, they've kind of been ugly wins, but they've been wins on the East Coast. Now they're finally at home, uh, well, or Eastern time zone. I don't think Detroit, Michigan's really on the East Coast, but uh, Eastern time zone. Anyway, um, all right, let's go here, though. Niners are a three-and-a-half-point favorite uh, against the Packers. Who you got here? Well, I just got through uh... – writing an article about this one. The Niners have not been impressive, 
at all. Their their statistics are not very good, but they won. And that's the bottom line. They got two wins. They're coming home for the first time. And we don't know what Green Bay is. Um, I mean, they beat Detroit. Whoop-de-doo. You know, everybody's going to beat Detroit. They still don't look very good on defense. But Aaron Rodgers was great against the Lions, and he was so bad against the Saints. You know he's going to play good in this one, or he's going to be ready to play in this one. He's a better quarterback than the 49ers have. Garoppolo is one of those guys you just kind of, you know, give him something to a game plan, hope he executes it. You don't ask him to do too much. Uh, I think the 49ers are a little bit better. I think they're going to play well at home. I just – I'm not sold on the Packers yet. I think they have some defensive problems. We still don't know if there's a little bit of internal issues there. We don't know for sure. I'm going to go the 49ers to go to 3-0 and and cover this. I'm going to go the opposite of you. I'm going to take Green Bay plus the three and a half. I like the hook there. I, I, you know, if it was two and a half, maybe I would go the other way. But I, I think Green Bay is going to play really well here. I think they're going to keep it close. I like Green Bay's matchup here. I think they're going to score some points and be able to give them a run for their money. Um, yeah, and, and, and as Mattingly said, Secondary has not been good, and the backfield is beat up. And then Mark says, hey, at this pace, the Niners will have open tryouts for running backs by week six. They got a bunch of running backs out. Uh, you know, Kevin also saying the same thing, the running back, a big concern there. I, I'm i going to go Green Bay plus three and a half. I, I think they're going to be able to cover this game. I think it's going to they're going to be able to keep it close. So uh, night game as well. I think Aaron Rodgers will be ready to go. He kind of – Silenced at least for a week, uh, the critics. So we'll see what happens there. There was one game I missed that I, I want to get back to. Uh, we had some people earlier in the chat talking about trap lines, talking about Michigan State. Why are they only five point favorites? Okay, explain to me this one. Uh, Tua is out for Miami. So Jacoby Brissett in at quarterback. They got beat at home 35 to nothing to Buffalo last week. This week they go to Las Vegas. The Raiders are 2-0. and They went on the road and beat Pittsburgh pretty easily, really. Why is Las Vegas only a four-point favorite in this game? You got me. I don't have an answer for that one. They should be a 10-point favorite, I would think, without Tua. I think they'd be a four-point favorite with Tua. I thought so. Yeah, I don't get this one at all. To me, I'm staying away from it because it does. It just seems like a huge red flag, like a huge, like, what is going on here? I don't know. I'm staying away. I'm Why totally I make that away. one of my locks? That was stupid, wasn't it? You made them a lock? No, no, I should have. No, oh. I'm looking at this line. Now, wow. I did, the reason I didn't touch it was because I didn't know what Tua was going to do. I didn't know whether he's going to play or not. Yeah. Well, that so, came out today that he's out. Um, okay. Uh, here, is it is it car reality check game? Like he's been great through two weeks. We know oh, he's maybe. not that good. Maybe is it Raiders reality check games? What I would say. Maybe yeah. Magic says this basically implies on a neutral field, Las Vegas would be minus one, usually three points one way or the other yeah. for the home team. That seems nuts to me. I I don't know. It's this is a weird line. It I'm is. not making a pick. I'm staying away from it completely. <laughs> I mean, I guess if I if you want me to make a pick, I think Las Vegas should cover this. But well, I would think. 
this would just confuse the hell out of me. I thought mm-hmm. I'm gonna throw it up there, even though we, I, I don't know. Um, we'll see. We'll see what happens to that one. That's just a yeah. weird one. So it is. All right, let's get to the top five. I've been dreading this, Papa Dude, because I was awful last week. But we'll start with Well, Papa you'll probably you'll even it up, I'm sure. Well, you went four and one last week. The only game you missed was the Kansas City game, which we were kind of happy you missed it anyway, because that was funny. But we got five new ones this week. Papa Dude, four and one. All right, kick us off. Go over your top five there. All right. Well, my lock of the week. God, I hate doing this one too, because this is the screwiest team in the world, and that's Dallas. So they're probably gonna kick my butt but four they're getting uh, supposed to beat their their line is minus four against uh the eagles i i, I think they cover that easy i just the talent gap between those two teams is huge only dallas can screw that up you know it's monday night it's their home opener they they can take charge of this wonderful division they're in <laughs> You know, two and one. My God, that'll probably get them in the playoffs already. You know, they're one up on everybody. I, I just, uh, I, that jumped out on me when I saw it, and that's what I look at when I'm doing these. So that's that's my uh, lock of the week, and I would not be surprised if I'm eating my words uh, on Monday or yeah, it would be Tuesday actually because they play Monday night. So I got to wait all the way to Monday night for yep. my lock. Uh, then we've already talked about Notre Dame. Um, and there's some stupid chiefs in there at six and a half and they'll probably screw me again. But anyway, uh, and we talked about new England. My other one, uh, the number five, I, I scratched my head on this a lot. And I, I was trying to choose between uh, the Oklahoma state, Kansas state game and this one, uh, UCLA goes to Stanford. They're coming off their first loss of the year. UCLA is Stanford has gotten things figured out. It sure looks like on offense, they've scored uh, 83 points in the last two games put together. And I don't, I've not been that high on UCLA. I kind of got on their bandwagon after they, they throttled uh, LSU and then they kind of let, let down a little bit against Fresno State's pretty good. But anyway, I'm liking Stanford and, uh, um, to, uh, to cover this I, I, or to uh, beat that spread. I, I, I like to, I like the Cardinal in that one. So that's my uh, fifth pick. All right, Kevin. Okay. I saw you say it earlier yep. and I waited. I see you say it now. You and me, buddy. You and me. We're riding the Liberty train. <laughs> Liberty goes to Syracuse Friday night. They're only a six-point favorite. They should kill Syracuse. <laughs> Kevin, you and me. You and me are going to get this home. All right? Friday night, let's have a few beers, and let's get Liberty home. Liberty minus six, to be completely honest. You talk about lines that jump off the page and hit you in the face. That one, it knocked me out of the room when I saw that. I thought, no way. Come on. Syracuse isn't any good. Liberty's got to cover that. Liberty minus six. Please. Come on. Um, (laughs) Dallas minus four. I'm with you. Only Dallas could screw that up. They got to cover that. Come on. Give me a break. Uh, I thought this was – I almost made this one number two. The the uh, Rams-Buccaneers game, I'm going over 55 and a half. I I think they're going to score points in this game. So I'm going to go the over in that game. Uh, Michigan State minus a five. I kind of talked about that a little bit. I think, you know, we just made Nebraska look better than what they are. I think Michigan State pounds them. And then we talked about the Chiefs minus six and a half. So those are my five. Oh, by the way, I went one and four. So (laughs) maybe you should do the opposite of what I've got up there on the board. And you'll be very, very happy. That's what I do. 
I'll, I'll never I'll never go 500. I'll either give you terrible picks, you do the opposite, or maybe <laughs> I could do good ones. But I'm always providing value one way or the other in that situation. But uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, come on, Liberty, come on, you can do it. <laughs> I like that pick. Well, I like it. It makes you feel makes you feel good. Um, I'm just gonna I'll, I'll just make you feel this a little bit bad about it. Remember about I don't know four or five years ago we were down at Remington and Clemson with the Syracuse. I, I did I shouldn't have mentioned that, should I? And they went in there on a Friday night, about thirty five point favorites and and lost. So I just throw that out there. That would have been it was the <laughs> night before we were going to go to OU Texas, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah, we were at Remington and Clemson went to Syracuse and got their ass handed. <laughs> and Clemson was undefeated in like top five. Um, I can't remember what year that was. I remember that like yeah. it's yesterday, though. Yeah, I remember sitting up at the up at the Bricktown Brewery, watching, right. laughing. Yeah. Uh, he's yeah. great. Mark says he's thirty five, but he feels seventy. I'm old school. Friday should be high school football. Saturday college. Sunday pro. <laughs> what do you think? I try to say that in an old old man voice. I liked it, yeah, but it didn't matter to me, Mark. I'll take football any day of the week. That's I, right. I don't, I was kind of mad there wasn't anything on last week or last night. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, there was some. I listened. There was. Some, I'm glad it wasn't last night because there was a great wrestling show. Oh there. my god! So, did you watch that? Did you watch AEW last night? Sure, I did. You better believe it. Yeah. What What'd you think of it? Did you love it? I don't know what channel. I wonder what that AEW thing was there. You had up. I've started to ask you that. I didn't have any idea what it was. No, not. Oh man. Nor have I ever. Uh, Aaron Mattingly That's said, right. give me games seven days a week. That was the cool thing about COVID. They had to cancel games or, or not cancel, but push games to like Tuesday afternoons. Yeah. I loved it. I was That's right. Dennis knows AEW, baby. It was awesome last night. Yeah. 62 year old. What's that? Mark, uh, I was wondering about this, Mark. What's that? The Mac? I was wondering when the Mac were going to start playing on Tuesday and Wednesday like they used to. Yeah, October is when that starts. Yeah, <laughs> the Mac. Yeah, Tuesdays uh, and Wednesdays. And we do get football seven days a week. That's yeah. right. AEW, great. Sting, 62 years old. Looked like he was 30 last night. Unbelievable performance by the old man. Good. And all the other good things. AEW was awesome last night. Okay. Well, that's Rest, good. Wrestling is back. I feel like I'm back in the – I was a kid again watching watching all the good wrestling. Good. back. Anyway – um final thoughts before we log off here i don't have anything uh too thrilling to talk about on the final thoughts today well it's gonna be a big day for you you get you get to go watch volleyball again That's yeah i'm gonna watch a little week. game film here in a while and uh, see if i can figure out how to help the wildcats here you know uh, so. you know you're retired now That's i know what you yeah. do have you ever thought about being a volunteer volleyball coach um no i've I, was, I thought I might be able to be a volleyball official, but there were rules I didn't understand the other night. <laughs> somebody yelled at one of the refs, and I thought, ah, the hell with that. And you don't want to be one of these – I don't know what they do in other parts of the country, but around here, uh, the linesman, they put a person from each team to watch the, the back lines, you know, because the referees can't see it. Right. You don't want to be one of those guys either. Because if you rule against your team, they give you all kinds of crap. So I've been right. asking you that before, and I politely say, no, thank you. So 
let's don't let's, ever uh, volunteer. Don't ever volunteer for that. Let's let, let's play a little game here. Uh, Mark says he'd rather be a school crossing guard than a volleyball assistant. What's the best kind of non-paid or or lightly paid retirement job? What I think, think I have it. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, I'm getting paid. Um, Walmart reader. No, they get paid, don't they? Well, but like lightly paid. It's like not a. Well, a Walmart greeter would have been fine, except during COVID, whenever you had to make them put a mask on. That one would have been, <laughs> that would have been awful. <laughs> <laughs> that the Walmart greeters, they're like, forget this. I'm done with this. Yeah. Really? You're going to have to put me somewhere quit. else. I ain't putting up with this crap. But The first Walmart greeter to ever quit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe being Santa Claus. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be kind of fun. It's seasonal. Think. Yeah, you know, that'd be all right. Could you, so you be like some, Easter? You get, some kid, Easter? you get some kid on your lap that crapped his pants. That wouldn't be too good, would it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, golf course starter Jason says a free golf and yeah. you basically do absolutely nothing. Yeah, Aaron's got a good one down here. I like that one. Oh, usher. <laughs> Not a major league baseball game, though. Well, no. you could go like, be an usher at the Springfield Cardinals game. Uh, it's no. baseball. You still got to sit there. No, it's too hot. <laughs> Maybe one of the, you know, I'd like to be one of those guys that, um, at the, at the, well, I don't know, though, where they get to watch the game. I started to say one of those guys that stand out there when you walk through the gates at, a, at the OU games. Yeah, that'd and, be good. They good. probably get paid. What about what about like uh, uh, the, these guys that they, they'll go to like uh, museums or you know landmarks and give like tours and talk about that would be fun. Yeah, work at a, a welcome station when you come into a state. Yes. Yeah. Them, how do you get to Branson? You know that'd be kind of fun. What's the best way? And then you tell them the wrong way. You know. <laughs> well, you go down here and you go north. No, not north. You go south. Well, maybe it's west. No. I don't <laughs> GPS. I guess you don't need that anymore. You don't. No, you don't. No. You might, but no. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Yeah. <laughs> How about selling 50-50 raffle tickets at the volleyball game? That'd be good. <laughs> that would be awful. <laughs> Silver Dollar City is calling you, Papa Dude. There you go. Oh, That's a short yeah. drive. I wouldn't go down there. No. Hey, I'm I went like to the zoo yesterday, though. It's pretty good. You went to the zoo? Dickerson Park Zoo, Springfield, Missouri. Very underrated. It's a. It's always been a pretty decent. We had a great for, time. Yeah, we had a great time. It was well, really good. You feed the giraffes. Awesome. What if there was a volunteer uh, job at the zoo? Maybe I would do it. Yeah. If they would pay my mileage up there, yes. If they. <laughs> yeah, I would. I think that would be really. That was really good. I'm glad you brought that up. That would be fun. Yeah. Long you aren't shoveling elephant crap or something like that, you know. Well, you might be. I don't. <laughs> well, you can stand around and go. The monkeys are down that way. You know, something to Where are the monkeys? They're down there. <laughs> you know, where's the elephants? Just smell, just lift your head, head up in the air and smell. You can smell the cage where they're at. They're, and just follow your nose. Oh, so I love it. I love it. Uh, make the trip to St. Louis, free zoo, baseball, crappy horse track. Okay. There you go. I've been uh, there. I've been there, Mark. Great zoo. It is a good zoo. Yeah, we used to science center. I like the science center at uh, when I was a kid. I haven't been in many years, but uh, yeah. yeah, great, great place. You can. It's a lot of stuff to do in St. Louis. 
Yeah, no, there is. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, like I said, I haven't, I haven't been. I'll be, I'll be through there, Mark. Uh, probably won't stop, but I will be. Through hey, I've got to ask Mark one thing. This is stupid, but anyway, then we got to get off. I'm sure. But Mark, have you ever been out to the airport and watched the airplanes land, where <laughs> they fly right over you? Have you ever been out there? Isn't it illegal to do that now? I got ran off. <laughs> Are you going to answer me, Mark, or not? <laughs> He's got to type it out. Maybe, maybe that's your the good volunteer job to to run off the people. Look at there, see that? Love seeing the planes land. Mark, remember when they used to have that big parking lot that you could sit in? There was always people out there drinking beer, and those planes would fly right over you. That was awesome. Thanks a lot, Bin Laden. <laughs> that's right. Okay. Why are we uh, talking about anyway? So listen, it was pretty cool. And I used to live uh, right by a huge, huge airport, uh, Joplin Regional oh, Airport. Wow. They had two flights a day come in and out, and they. Well, I, it's awesome. Well, I swear to God, the the planes yeah. would come right over the house. Yeah. And I would watch them. Yeah. Yeah. And Heather said, well, "What the still, hell are you doing?" So, you can still because uh, out at Lambert Airport in uh, uh, where the hell we're talking, St. Louis. Yeah. The runway goes right over the, I mean, it's right as you, uh, as a major road goes across there. And there's still a little place where I thought I could go up there and hide and not get caught. Hell yeah. no. Here comes the cops. What the hell am I doing? I didn't do anything wrong. I'm sitting there watching airplanes. And uh, I should have just got out of the car. You know, what the hell? Don't you have something better to do? Like go over to East St. Louis and catch somebody <laughs> actually doing something illegal. <laughs> My wife and I are sitting here. Freaking enjoying these airplanes. And by the way, there was like 15 came over in about an hour. It was awesome. Yeah. See, Mark's, look at there. See? See? Mark did it. Mark His did older it. brother would get drunk and Mark would have to drive home. <laughs> yeah, I never did that. But anyway, it was it was good. All right. Well, we've learned a lot. Uh, right. as, as Howard Stern would say, you've said it all, Papa D. You've said it all. <laughs> we've heard it all. We've learned a lot. We've learned you, you're angry at the cops. And you're a cop hater. We've, we've learned that today. No, I just didn't think I was a criminal. Look, you, you top know? down East St. Louis like everybody does. Uh, so Wait. anyway, <laughs> I know why they don't go over there. I wouldn't either. Well, yeah, that's very dangerous to go over there for <laughs> the cops. Probably more, more so for the cops. But uh, yeah. yeah. All right. We're going to sign off here. Uh, good talk here about the planes. Uh, go go get ran off by the... Uh, and don't ever go to East St. Louis in a convertible. That'd be dangerous, too. Listen, you're hating on cops. He's a corrections officer. Look at That's you. He's not a cop. <laughs> he's not a cop. He's a correction officer. And that means he's in a prison or something? I don't know. They're behind bars. I respect you, Mark. I really do. <laughs> All right. We're going to sign hey, maybe off Maybe I could do that as a part-time job. As a retirement job. I don't think that would be any good at all. Why would I you think so you stand there like this with your arms folded and <laughs> tell the prisoners, hey, you think you can get through those bars, boys? <laughs> <laughs> I think your idea of that is not the reality Probably. of how that goes. Probably so. not. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We're going to get all out right, of here now. It's a lot of fun uh, finishing this up. And so, yeah. Anyway, we're done here. Um We'll be right back here. <laughs> I know. I Mark got Marnie Five. Hey, we need to do a comedy show. All of us just get in here and just do the stupidest shit we can think of. Yeah. And I bet you we'd have more viewers. Probably. Yeah. yeah. 
That's that's our way to the top. Let's see. <laughs> Tell you what, let's have a let's have a meeting, all of us, about this next week. Or how about yeah, we come back right here on Monday and we keep doing all stupid shit and keep faking like this is a sports show. We could do that. Uh, no, uh, guys, it's all seriousness. Have fun uh, yeah. betting and uh, gambling and uh, watching all the football and the horse racing this weekend. It's another good weekend for us. Uh, best best time of the year right now, football and racing. And uh, yeah, we'll be right back here on. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Magic says, Papa Dude, that's called a Saturday live stream. Yeah. Okay. Maybe we'll go live at the half. Well, nobody ever invites me to these live streams, Magic. Well, we haven't had one in a long time. Oh, okay. But, uh, maybe we'll go live at the half of OU West Virginia. <laughs> I doubt it. Yeah, probably not. Or are we going to do it from our seats? Yeah. Yeah, oh, that'd, be, that'd good. be fun. Internet probably won't work, but uh, usually doesn't. All right, we're going to get off here, guys. We'll be right back here for you on Monday, uh, recapping these games. We'll talk about that Monday night football game a little bit more on Monday. Um, yeah, so good luck, everybody, playing. Uh, if you like our content, we'll be back here in a couple hours, about three hours away from the Magic Mike show, and then Blinker's off. So a lot going on today, a lot going on this weekend. Thank you all for tuning in. And the Dudes Who Bet Sports Show will be right back with you on Monday. See you guys. So you want to bet sports, but you need some advice on how to cash in big at a heck of a price. Well, if you want enough money to line your shorts, then you're in the right place. This is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports. It's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports. Time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride.